All right, everybody, it's a Saturday morning special. Uh, I'm actually awake. R and B podcast. <laughs> Eric Marcus is slowly, slowly awaking. While those of us on the East Coast have had three hours to do so, welcome to the Ranting and Braving podcast. I'm your co-host Kellen Key with my good friend Eric Marcus on the West Coast. It's not even fully, fully light outside yet. It's it's a, it's fully light now. I mean. It's seven o'clock here. The sun is up ish, I guess. I mean, it's not fully light, but it's light enough. Um, but we're awake. I'm here. I'm alive. We're doing it. I'm awake and I'm alive. Good reference back to the old skillet song. Oh, that yeah. Nobody, that's what I was for going maybe for. Three people who listen to this podcast actually know. <laughs> oh, I remember that song. See, there you go. That song. Everybody remembers good. that song when I start doing that. There you go. <laughs> Goodness. Well, hey, it's been <sighs> a, a tumultuous week in mm-hmm. Braves baseball, Eric. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's hope that we, we can, don't have to go back to with, Toronto. Let's not. My goodness. Let's talk about that. Weekend in Toronto. That was the worst three-day weekend in Toronto I can remember. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get Since to go the see last the time falls. we went to Toronto. Yeah, seriously. No, we didn't. <laughs> Why is it Toronto? Why is it always Toronto? <laughs> I think it's Canadian, Canadian things. I think they probably don't like the the airport. They don't like poutine. Um, they don't like not being able to watch ESPN when they come home. Like I think it's just they don't like hockey. It's all Canadian things. That's why Atlanta got rid of the Thrashers. Hey, listen, we're building a fancy new <laughs> North Atlanta stadium building for a hopeful NHL expansion team. So Ooh, the Thrashers be may be fun. on the rise. Ooh. That would be fun. Um would you but, would you keep uh, them just... as the Thrashers or would you change the name to like Oh heck yeah. Generic baseball team or generic hockey team. No, absolutely the Thrashers. Mm. Are you kidding me? The amount of retro gear that would come out in force, that would be oh chef kiss. I'm excited. It could be fun. Um, mm-hmm. But Eric, when was the last time we won a baseball game in the city of Toronto? Oh, gosh, it's been a while because we didn't win this year. Were we I'm, born? We must have been. Well, I might have been. Did, okay, so I don't even remember what happened in the Joe Carter series when we were chi- when we were babies. But we must have won something. Pretty sure we didn't win in Toronto. Yeah. I don't know. I know we've won something. I mean, Toronto's been okay for most of the time. When you think of the Blue Jays, who are the... When you think of the Blue Jays, who are three former Blue Jays that you think of? Troy Tulowitzki. Ugh. Okay. R.A. Dickey. Okay. And... Wow, I think that's that's probably about it. Maybe didn't Roy Halladay play for the Blue Jays for a little he while? He did. He was really good for them. I hated that. Yes, yeah, that whole everything about that deal made me angry. Um, the guys yeah. I think of, I think of Carlos Delgado. Mm, I true. think of um, Joey Bats, Jose Bautista, and his yeah. big bat flip. Um, that's fair. And now I'm thinking and of Edwin and Car- Carnacion. Big punch of rough Ned Odor. Oh, that, hey, was, that was okay. great. That was great. That was great. 
I see. I really enjoyed that baseball team, like, and that whole situation, the punch. It's a big fan, big, big fan. Huge. Love it. Still mad that we couldn't win a game in Toronto, which by the way, those Mm -hmm. games, if you had watched them, two of those were games that we should have have won. won. Had we done what we needed to do and taken care of business, but Yet again, two games where we clutch defeat from the jaws of victory, mm-hmm. one of which a bullpen game, mm-hmm. which I cannot tell you how sick and tired I am mm-hmm. of bullpen games for more than a few reasons, Eric. Yeah. One being. I... Yes. One being that we're going to we're going to blow out our bullpen before the trade deadline if mm-hmm. we don't call somebody up. To be the fifth starter. Mm-hmm. Second it's, point being. Yes, keep going. Second point being, the exact same thing that has happened to AJ Minter is eventually going to happen to everybody. Because mm-hmm. the more that they put in the work, the more mm-hmm. game tape there is for people to do their scouting on. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the law of diminishing returns. And eventually, the jig will be up on not just their pitch selection and pitch style, but the way that Travis Darno calls them, the way that Sean Murphy calls them, and eventually our bullpen, which is supposed to be our greatest strength this year, will be relegated to maybe an above average strength, mm-hmm. you know, simply mm-hmm. for the fact that there's enough, there is enough scouting material there for people to game plan around mm-hmm. our bullpen. I mean, mm-hmm. ugh, ugh, fix it, snicker, hey, mm-hmm. hey. I think, oh gosh, um, I think the tough part about it is, well, okay, and this has been a gripe of mine for years because Brian Snicker always does this. He gets to a certain point in the game where he stops trying to win, and that is the most aggravating thing imaginable. It's like, oh, well, we're down one, so instead of putting in a good pitcher, let's use a bum pitcher, and now we're down five. It's like, you know... If we actually fought to keep this game close, we might actually come back and win the game. And it just makes things harder. And so uh, that's always bothered me because I feel like we have a winnable game here. And instead of Colin McHugh coming out or somebody else, it's like, oh, it's Jesse Chavez who is not good today. Or, oh, it's Danny Young, and he is not good today, and that's why he's going back to AAA in three three hours. Like, I don't know. It's just really annoying. Um, the other thing, like, I think it was the, the Sunday Mother's Day game. He, they've been teeing off on, I don't remember if it was Jared, I think it was Jared Schuster, but whoever they were teeing off on, the lefty, then they bring in another lefty. It's like, well, what do you expect is going to happen? No, no, this was the Rangers game. This is the Rangers game where um, Schuster had been pitching. Schuster did okay, but they are hitting him. And then they bring in Dylan Lee, who I like Dylan Lee, but Dylan Lee is a lefty. Dylan Lee is not a hard thrower. And he got beat up because he throws very similarly to Jared Schuster. Like, come on, guys. Like, let's be smart. Like, if they've been seeing the ball from the left-hand side, let's switch it up. Let's put it from the right-hand side for an inning or two. Let's bring in a righty. A little extra velo. Yeah. Yeah, something, anything. I don't know. It's frustrating. It's annoying. 
Um, we're whining. That's fine. The Braves won two of three in the Rangers series. We are putting the Blue Jay series. We, because we're recording on a Saturday, already know that we won one of one games in or at home against Seattle. So that's a good thing. So we're looking better. I think we need to recognize that the AL East is really good. I think in general, the American League is probably stronger than the National League, which none of us National League folks want to admit. But, I mean, the whole AL East is, last I checked, above 500. The Red Sox gave us trouble. And not that they're like this terrible team or this amazing team, but they're at least a respectable enough team that we have to treat them with respect. And I don't know. I looked at that too. Excuse me. Sorry. I looked at that Sunshine. season. I, <laughs> I looked at that season and thought, okay, this is going to be an easy one. And it's not as easy as we hoped it would be. And that's fine. But no, I don't I know. I would agree. I think, I think here's to your effect of throwing in the towel where a one no game feels like not just a low leverage situation, but a no leverage situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I'm frustrated by the fact that a three to four run game for the way mm-hmm. that this offense is built is always within striking distance. Yeah. I mean, you get one or two guys on base, anyone in this lineup, mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. in the, sorry, anyone in the regular everyday starting lineup, even and some of the bench the guys. Players. Yeah. Like Sam Hilliard can put it, put a charge in a ball. Well, and That's Kevin really Pillar the there. Oh yeah. Kevin his... Pillar too. So, but it's just, it's, we are we are in a in a three to four run ball game. We are at any point within striking distance, mm-hmm. and so to throw in the towel and say, "Yeah, you know, we're losing." I just and I yeah, I know. It, I mean, he this was Sean, uh, um, not Sean. Oh yeah, Sean Newcomb. Mm-hmm. Sean Newcomb was our our perpetual white flag, and before him, it was Chris Tomlin. And you just mm-hmm. knew when those guys came in. It was like, well, We've all right, we're we're throwing in the towel. Time to switch it over to whatever major sports things going on. You know, hey, all right, here's uh, here's Jesse Chavez. Let's go check in on the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. putting on the full but, sweep of the Lakers. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> it's going to change. Also, you called him Chris Tomlin again. Did I call him Chris Tomlin? Sorry. Well, hey, listen, they probably could throw about <laughs> as fast as each other. Sorry. So here's Mike a real Tomlin. question. Josh Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Josh Tomlin. Chris Tomlin. Too many Tomlins. <laughs> Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're all the same. Chris Tomlin again. That's they're great. All the same. That's great. That's funny. Um, yeah. Well, to address the Lakers in the room. The Lakers are going to win today, and then they're going to win on Monday. And then we're going to go into Denver, and we're going to win there, and we're going to close it out at home in game six. You are huffing the copium so hard right now. No. You you see it. Denver Denver is going to do a 4-0 sweep, and LeBron is going to be. No. LeBron's legacy is going to be in total jeopardy. <laughs> no, he's not. It's not. I'm kidding. That is an exaggeration. But I think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player to ever play. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. But mark my words. We will okay. actually we're going to we're going to hold on. Okay. So if we win Monday, 
then we would win Wednesday. Friday, next week, Friday, we will be talking about a series that is still going on, going to Game 7. Hey, Eric, I believe we have just come up with a new segment. Uh Uh-huh. It's called Mark My Words. Mark My Words. Ooh, I like this. So by Friday, your L.A. Lakers will still be playing for the Western Conference title. Correct. Mark my words. Mark my words, Eric. Huh? Come Friday, we're going to have a therapy session about why the Denver Nuggets swept the Lakers in the Western <laughs> Conference Finals. All right. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Okay. We're going to, and then when we, we're going to get there and it's going to be remark my, this is, look at this, Eric, organic look, segments. There we go. This is okay. this is podcasting this at its finest. Podcasting at its finest. I love it. Um, so Blue Jays would be fine if we never played them again. The Rangers series gave me a little bit of hope. Um, mm-hmm. but the the pitching still um pitching is a problem right now. Yeah. Um, Bryce Elder is doing everything he can to just like anchor that little bit that he can, but with right and freed out. I mean, Strider is Strider, right? Yeah. The Strider slider man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, after like Charlie Morton, if Charlie Morton were not playing, like he were playing two years ago, um, mm-hmm. we would be in big trouble, deep, deep, deep. I so, will. I'm going to say major shout out to elder and Charlie Morton. Both of those guys have been pitching like, like it matters. Like they've been doing awesome, which is great. I'm a little concerned because if Charlie Morton keeps pitching like this, he's going to pitch his way into another $20 million contract. No, and I, I wouldn't put it past Alex Anthopoulos. He's, he loves giving out those Charlie Morton twenties. He won't, he won't give it out 20. He won't get, you can't give a 38 year old pitcher that kind of money. Let's we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But he did the last two seasons. He did it. But right now. Okay. Right now, let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you rather have Charlie Morton mm-hmm. or Max Scherzer? No, give me Charlie Morton. Okay. Charlie Morton is making $20 million. Max Scherzer is making 40 or 45. That's terrifying. Okay. And actually, Charlie Morton is older than Max Scherzer. Also surprising. Okay, would you rather have Charlie Morton or Justin Verlander? Generally, I'll take Verlander, but at $45 million, I will keep Charlie Morton. Based on Verlander's current injury history and performance at $45 million and similar age, would you rather have Charlie Morton at 20 or Mm -hmm. Verlander at 45? Yeah, I'll keep Charlie Morton. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't, and I think because you see the, these general managers have got to be watching these things going, we're handing out two year, $90 million contracts to these pitchers and they're giving us, Oh, there's the light. Um, there's light. Sorry folks who are not watching video. There's uh there's light in the room. Um, yes. <laughs> but then the uh, Lord said, let there be light. And so we turned on the lights. Ooh. The, and uh, then the Lord said, let there be coffee. And now it carries awake. Oh, blessings. Mm. Let the wife know. I said, thank you. Um, says <laughs> thank you. But uh, these GMs have got to be watching. 
these contracts and going mm-hmm. 45 million for a guy who's going to spend half the season on the injured list. No freaking thank you. Yeah. It's a lot. And Alex, Alex is, he is scrupulous. Inscrutable. And he's not, he's not going to give Charlie 20 million. He knows that arm is, mm-hmm. you know what? Here's now. Okay. Here's a fun question. Yes. Based on injury, injury list situation right now. And, current long-term effects of what those injury list stays are going to look like, right? Mm-hmm. More specifically, um, Ian Anderson, Tommy John out for at least a year, Waskar mm-hmm. Noah out for a significant period of time. Right now we're yeah. looking at Kyle Wright and Max Fried, both on the injured list, one of which mm-hmm. or both of which may require surgery, depending on how the season plays out. Would you bring back Charlie Morton on a one-year $15 million deal? Yes. Would you bring him back on a seventeen million dollar deal? Mm, assuming he's somewhat close to how he's been this season, sure. At this point, I don't really care how much it is. I don't think I'd want to go twenty, but if it takes twenty, I'd pay him the twenty. Here's what I'm hoping Anthopolis does. Um, depending on the situation, now if we get back to full health, I you know. Who knows? I mean, Morton may mm-hmm. end up retiring anyway. I mean, who wants right. who wants to retire when you're at the bottom of the barrel or you just lose it all? Um, right. I will say if Morton's got one more year in the tank, mm-hmm. I'm giving him a one year, 15 million with performance incentives that can take it up to $20 million. I'm good with that. Um, I'd be okay with that. With with an ERA whip or a FIP threshold. Um, sure. I don't even, actually, I don't even know if that's a thing. But, I just give him know, an innings pitched threshold like if you can give me another 150 innings we'll give you the rest of your money like i don't i mean something something to that effect now obviously i think there's some trust and integrity required there because i don't want him doing the adrianza phantom il you know yeah 15 day il 30 day il thing um Mm -hmm. because then that's just i think that's poor and i don't think I don't think Anthopolis. I don't think they do that. They've never Um, really done that with guys that they care about. Phantom IL stuff, I'm not going to put it past them to have put um, Adrian's on a Phantom IL. He never played, and now all of a sudden he's on the 60-day injured list. That seems strange. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he's been doing on those backfields. Maybe he threw out his elbow over there. But um, I also think it's – I don't know. I – some of these moves just are unenthused or are uninspiring. That's what I'm looking for. Like when they're like, Ooh, we're bringing Charlie Culberson. I'm like, why are we messing around with Charlie Culberson? Like, what has he done? Have you seen his WRC plus? No, I haven't. What's he doing in AAA? Is he good? It will hurt you. No, no. Okay. He is a body. Um, I think we're just, I think we're doing kind of what we did a few years ago where it's like, we're signing all these guys to minor league deals, hoping that one Mm -hmm. of them hits and, Mm -hmm. and we, they carry us the rest of the way. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that he got the call up over Solak just because I think another lefty bat with multiple, multiple position potential. Um, Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen Solak's triple A numbers. I think he's actually doing pretty well. Uh, I have a nickname for Solak. That's not child appropriate. So, ah, well, this is a family podcast. So you're right. So I won't tell you what his nickname is. 
What does it rhyme bad? with? <laughs> um, rig tack. I, th- I don't think I'm picking it up, but I'm sure some it's, of our listeners will, and they can. Big sack Solak. Me. Oh, there you go. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> if if I can if I can start this podcast out on an episode and call it Big Stick Energy, you can say that. There we go. Children's there you podcast. Go. Yeah. Maybe we're PG, like a, PG, PG, parental guidance. Parental guidance. Yeah, kids, hey, mom, don't what does say that, that mean? No, don't Ask say that. Ask your parents. Way. Yeah. Ask your parents. It's just but, we're talking uh, about his baseball bag. Yeah. Swiping bags. You, okay. When you played baseball back in the day, did you have a bat bag like that? A, I did. I did. Yeah. I actually led the league in steals one year. So look at you. Okay, yeah, Juan dude. Pierre. Listen, listen, when you're big and you're the power bat, nobody expects you to swipe the bag. So I'd always catch catch the catchers completely unaware. You catch there them slipping. Uh-huh. So I won the Thundering Herd Award that year. The thundering herd. Look at you. Okay, Colin yeah. Cowherd. Hey, listen. Actually, you know what? I man, I think Colin gets such a bad rap sometimes. I mean, no doubt, eighty percent of what he says is for clicks and views. But every mm-hmm. once in a while, he has things that he says that I go, Colin, dude, that's that's like layers deep, and you're not wrong. I've always enjoyed his commentary, even as annoying as it is. I've always been an ESPN guy, so I've preferred. Like Stephen A. Smith and guys like that who are very similar takesmen. But Colin Cowherd sometimes has stuff that's interesting. I'm I'm waiting for the age of the of the takes based programming to end. I just I'm over the Stephen A thing where he's yelling and everything is about his ego. Uh-huh. And then I can't switch it over to Fox because I can't do I can't do Skip Bayless. Yeah. And I Skip and Bayless I, is probably the worst. And and Shannon Sharp is just a meme at this point. And yeah. so, you know, um, but I will do me some Colin Cowherd. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break. And then I think we're going to do uh, a little preview of what we got coming up for the next week. Looking at mm-hmm. uh, some games, some matchups and maybe some takes, Eric. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to mark my words. Mark my words. We'll hit you back in just a second. All right, and we are back, Eric, doing our regular weekly preview of upcoming matchups. Yesterday, Braves beat the Mariners by a score of 6-2 to two on the bat of not MVP candidates Ronald Acuna or Sean Murphy, um, mm-hmm. and not on who we thought was going to be our MVP candidate, Matt Olson, but on the bat of Marcel Ozuna, 3 RBI on 0 Home runs, Eric. Would just like to throw that in there. Yeah, my boy Marcel finding it again. Um, man, dude, I'm telling you, if he can continue this, mm-hmm. offense is going to be stupid mm-hmm. when it starts really warming up. I mean, June, July, and August in Atlanta with that heat and that humidity. Oh boy, I'm excited. It's it's really good to see him finding success at the plate because. I mean, it's an it's an extra bat that we need. It allows us to rest Darno and Sean Murphy a little bit because you can't expect them to play every single day. Um, and I think it's just in general good for depth. It's also been really good to see Sam Hilliard 
as a guy that you're like, oh, yeah, I can put that guy in the lineup and not expect like the team's been a greater. Same thing with Kevin Pillar. These are guys who we went into this season not really knowing what to expect, but both of them have been successful. Eddie Rosario hasn't been the worst player in the in the on the team either, which is like, okay, good. So it gives us some like decent depth. I think we could use another guy. I think a guy kind of I want an infielder, someone who I can put on the infield and say, like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be a viable option, but even like Orlando Arcia has been awesome this year. Like yes, he has made me forget that we went into this offseason kicking and screaming that they didn't sign a shortstop. And meanwhile, Anthopolis is laughing at us because he's like, I already had the shortstop. Like, you guys gotta chill. Like, I had that covered. So, Anthopolis laughs at us every year when we, I mean, seriously. you know, 20. 2021, when we went out and got Jock Peterson, Adam Duvall, Jorge Soler, and Eddie Rosario, and everybody was like, what is wrong with this guy? Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. win a World Series. So he just, yeah. I, you know what? In it AA, we trust. Serious. Yeah, seriously. Well, okay. So With upcoming matchups. Oh, so. <clears throat> yeah. So what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? So we have promoted AJ Smith Shaver to AAA. As we should. Um, what are the chances? Well, first, better question. How far are you from Gwinnett? Uh, probably about 45 minutes to an hour. Not far. Okay. How realistic is it for you to actually go see a game? Uh, I mean, fairly realistic, depending on the day. Can Um, you do me a favor and go see him pitch? When is he pitching? I don't know. I mean, he's going to be pitching sometime, but like in the next, say, two months. Well, I would love their their schedule right now, live happy. on this show. Oh, look at this. Winnet Stripers because schedule. I think AJ Smith Shaver is going to be the first like realistic option. I think he's I don't think he's Spencer Strider, but I think he could no. give us he's like, not a reliable Strider. arm that makes noise in the postseason. He may be, you know, the first um Strider's rookie year where he pitched the last two games of the season out of the bullpen. I think that could be Shaver. And I think that that's like a legitimate, like, okay, give him a chance. But I think the fact that he has emerged like this is really good for the team. I think we need to remember that the Braves development, especially on the pitching side of things has a a tremendous reputation and is absolutely worthy of trust like we can believe in these guys to develop pitchers which is a really good thing because last year we drafted i think it was like four like high school age starting pitchers that are going to be needing to be developed and aj smith shaver is like a year ahead of those guys maybe two years ahead but like not way ahead so i think i feel good about the future of the pitching staff because of the way that they're drafting Yes, I so the ones that are coming up, I'm um very excited uh to see what they can do. But I think Shaver is the one coming up. I don't think he's Spencer Strider. I think you're right. I also don't think he's Bryce Elder. I right. think he's a he is a firm, solid ceiling of like third I think he's guy Kyle Wright. in the rotation. He's yeah. Kyle Wright. He's Which... he's but well, I think he's Kyle Wright with maybe a little bit more upside. I think Yeah, I'll give you that. But that also um, is being said, Kyle Wright could have been a number one pick in the draft that we had him 
in the fifth spot. So if he has a better season that year, I think he goes one, one, whereas like, I don't know. It's interesting the way, like I was even looking at, there was a breakdown of the draft that Ian Anderson went three and everybody on that in that draft class was weak. It's like, wow. Like what happened that year? Just none of these guys have really popped. And that's kind of sad. Uh, let's see. AJ Smith Shaver is he pitched last night. So um awesome. See, I love the striper social media sometimes is really great mm-hmm. and then sometimes really not. Um oh. so let's sorry, I shouldn't I shouldn't throw our organization shade that way. So if he pitched last night, sorry, you know what? We'll we'll do this later. I'll find out. But I will I will go see. An AJ Smith Shaver game. That would if be I can. much appreciated. And I understand um, obviously time schedules. You've got a child, you've got a wife that you need to take care of. It's so that like, whole family thing, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're fine. Just kidding. Yeah. I actually really like your family and I want you to take care of them because that is good for everybody. That is good. So, okay. There is some potential. Okay. Sorry. Doing some math. All right. uh, That's okay. But yeah, yeah. I think. I think if you can, if you get a chance to go see him, this is now my plug for the stripers who, when they first became the stripers, I called them the strippers because I yes, thought that was funny did. and it made you, made you angry. Um, but go it's see the strippers, but I get it. go see the strippers, go see AJ Smith Shaver and um, <laughs> support our Braves organization. Yeah, Not tell a my wife spot. you want me go to a, you want me to go to a strippers game tell my wife <laughs> that, and then let me know, let me know how that goes. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. back to our weekly preview of Braves baseball beat the Mariners last night today, uh, a Saturday evening game on Fox, maybe with old friend of the organization slash antagonist enemy John of, Smoltz. Yeah. Um, enemy of the organization because he never frenemy, seems to be happy. Frenemy of the organization, John Smoltz, uh, mm-hmm. Logan Gilbert on the rubber for the Mariners. Jesse Chavez going as long as he can for the Braves. Another bullpen game. Jesse Chavez and friends. Jesse Chavez and friends. Uh, It's the Chavez and friends parking lot. What do you see happening (laughs) today? Big win. Um, I think this is a game we lose. Yeah. Yeah. Bullpen games have not been our friend in recent memory. Mm -hmm. And so we're probably going to continue that sadness. And then we wrap up Sunday with a afternoon, probably little D, uh catching since it's a mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon after an evening game. Your boy George Kirby up against Jorge. against Jared Schuster. Okay. Um you know what? I'm changing my position. I think we win today and we lose tomorrow. See, I think we lose both. I'm not yeah. I'm not super enthusiastic. I think the Mariners Hoping are better than their record not... says and I think the Brave pitching's not as good as our offenses. And well, I don't. I, if we can just find, yeah, it's hard right I'll now. You. Like, yes. No, you're good. Keep going. Keep going. It's hard right Lay now. Like, there. I think, I think the, the reality is, is the hitting is not clicking like it had earlier in the season, and the pitching isn't good enough. Like, we're doing our best, but we've got three guys that I can trust a bullpen spot that's been iffy and Jared Schuster's just like 
barely major league capable. Same yeah. thing with Dodd. Um, I'm worried about Soroka because I don't think that he's necessarily the bona fide starter that we were hoping he might be. And I don't know. Like, I, I, I know we've been super optimistic and positive at the beginning of this, but I just, it's hard. It's hard to, like, get behind these bullpen starts because I think every time you do a bullpen start, you expose your bullpen. And I mean, who are we to say that we rode a bullpen to multiple playoff victories? But it's like it's the same guys, but we're now a couple years down the line. Like, yeah. eventually, these guys well, get tired. They're overworked. There's plenty of tape, as you've said. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's a lot to expect out of these guys. I do have some thoughts, but I think, like, we just signed, I want to say it was for two guys but for sure we just signed son of major league stud and childhood favorite Yvonne Rodriguez his son Derek Rodriguez is now a member of the organization so Derek Rodriguez is an option as a like fringy eh give him a chance I think he is worthy of at least being given like Again, I'm frustrated. I don't know why we brought um, Charlie Culberson up if we've got guys. I mean, it's not like this is going to stop him, but I don't know. I'm rambling now. But I want to see some of these other guys instead of, like, continuing to do these bullpen starts. Like, even if we get blasted and he gets shellacked for four runs or eight runs in the first two innings, like, if he gets blasted for eight runs and we DFA him and then we never have to see him again. But, like, let's yeah. give these guys a chance. I agree. Um, still not going to change the fact. I think we lose both these games this weekend because mm-hmm. when the two hitters you were expecting to be your best hit, well, two of the three hitters you expected to be your best hitter are batting, like, 236 and 240-something, respectively, um, yeah. you know there's going to be a problem. I think Matt Olson is uncomfortable in the two-hole. Mm-hmm. Um, he has no business being there because when you've got a guy like Ronald Acuna who can steal at any minute, it changes your approach. Mm-hmm. Matt Olson is a power hitter. Yeah, Matt Olson doesn't want to have to worry about Ronald swiping a bag in front of him and whether to to hold up and let Ronnie take the bag or mm-hmm. to just swing through and and mash it. Um, that's my little miniature rant as we're going through our previews. Uh, after mm-hmm. the Mariners, we welcome to town, Eric, your mm-hmm. native area's current team of success, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, of Los Monday, Angeles. The Los Angeles of los angeles dodgers um charlie morton on the bump uh undecided right now for the dodgers though i would imagine anyone that they throw up there at this point will be at least competitive enough to keep them in the game if our offense can keep up um i you know what i think we can win that one since it's a uh it's a monday game Um, we always play the dodgers well too we do we do that has that has been a consistent truth um Oh, Eric, you'll love this. Yes. Uh, Tuesday, April, or not April. We're in May, Eric. May 23rd. Yes. Uh, yes. T- TBS. Your, uh, your history. It's a TBS game of Julio Urias and Ooh. Spencer Wild Thing Strider. Oh, that sounds really good. That, sounds that like is going to be a very right good up game. My, right up my alley. That's going to be fun. So, so, yeah, that's great. Razor I've Dodgers. been, um, 
I think the Braves win two of three. I think. You? Okay. I do. Um, Julio Urias has been a pitcher that I have been paying attention to since he was in the low minor leagues um, here in Orange County, L.A. area. He was a hot topic on the radio as a young prospect, and they were talking about him and me being a baseball nerd and living within proximity of their low A team. I drove out to Rancho Cucamonga with some friends. I'm like, hey, we got to go see this kid pitch. And so we spent like 15 bucks each to see um, a young Dodgers Julio Urias um, pitch. And he looked really good. And I was like, oh, this kid's going to be good. And so I've been paying attention to him basically since he was a kid. I think he was 19 yeah. at the time. So that was like eight years ago or something like that. Something crazy. But he is definitely one of my favorite pitchers to watch. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. I think that he is someone who the Braves should pay attention to because I think that Urias is the type of athleticism and skill and mastery of pitching that ages well. I think he's a guy who doesn't need to have premier stuff to be successful. He kind of has that old man mod of like, yeah, I can get it up there and I can mix my pitches and sequence and throw mix in enough velocity that I'm going to be good. And he's always, he's just, he's a competitor and he's got nerves of steel, which is a guy that you want on a winning mm-hmm. team. Like you don't want mm-hmm. a guy who collapses in high pressure moments. The year that the Dodgers won the world series, the reason they won the world series is not only because they're hit, their pitching was good and they had Mookie Betts, but it was also because they had Julio Urias who bounced between the starting rotation and the bullpen because he was good enough to do it. Like he's been shafted most of his um, baseball career because he's too good to not be in the mix. When they needed a bullpen guy, he was there. When they needed a starter, he was there. When they needed a guy to close the game because they couldn't trust Kenley Jansen, there he was. Like, I think he is a guy who deserves more respect, and I think he knows that. And I think that the Dodgers are not going to be able to keep him around because they're going to be trying to get Shohei Otani. And if the Braves are smart, they say, hey, why don't you come on down here and you can beat up on the Dodgers as much as you'd like. Well, and I got to tell you, too, from a marketing angle, if I'm the Dodgers, man, letting a guy from Mexico leave in free agency that's like that, I just I can't. I, I can't fathom it, but yes, it would I be agree. very foolish. I completely if, agree. If he hits the market, he's a guy that I'm looking at to say, Hey, give me three years. Give me three years of what you've been doing. We'll give you plenty of a bankroll. And at mm-hmm. that point, we'll know whether it's Dylan Dodd and uh, Jared Schuster. And at that point, Shaver should be ready to roll. Um, you know, I don't know if all of the Richie Owen. Um, Usually and, there's just one. If we get two, you know, we're lucky. Three years, several of those will have probably been used for trades. Um, also true. But, um, anyway, so and then the third and final game on Wednesday with the Dodgers, we have Tony Gonsolin and Bryce Elder. Um, okay. that'll be a fun one. Uh, um, that'll be good. I think, I think it realistically, I actually think we could sweep them. Um, if mm-hmm. Morton pitches exceptionally well on Monday, Strider does mm-hmm. what he does, and if Elder does what he what does, he's been doing, say, yeah. The Wednesday game is the one that gives me the most concern um, yeah. because of how good the Dodgers offense is one through nine um, mm-hmm. and elder, you know, he's a contact guy. 
Yeah, um, that could be rough. That could be a bad so, day. But we followed that up with a series against NL East rival, the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm-hmm. Eric, the Phillies are coming to town. And at that point, I'm going to be honest. If we have not found a a fourth and or fifth starting pitching mm-hmm. option, mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably – actually, it's a four-game series because um, I can't do math. But uh, I'm I'm ringing the alarm bells if we have not yeah. found another starter that can at least give us some innings, mm-hmm. and because that would have mean we would have gone through most of May mm-hmm. without yeah. a, a fifth, fifth guy. Guy and some guys, yeah, some teams. I mean, their fifth guy is barely a guy, but mm-hmm. our bullpen cannot be the fifth man. Well, so um, if you think about this from last year. Last year, we went up until the end of May with Strider pitching out of the bullpen and kind of a revolving door of bums coming into the starting rotation. At that point, it was Elder. It was who was a bum then. Uh, it was Waskar Noah. Um, Ian Anderson was still there. Um, who's the other guy that was struggling? But like, um, oh, Kyle Muller, old friend Kyle Muller. I actually have a story to tell you about Kyle Muller in a minute. But um, like last year, it wasn't oh, until oh, the sorry. end. Last year, it wasn't until the end that we realized, hey, like there are better guys at our disposal. We need to actually use them. And that's when they brought in Strider from the from the bullpen to the starting rotation. And that's when they called up Michael Harris. So I think that's going to be the time where they look at all of their options and probably by then they'll promote Soroka and I could see them promoting or pushing um, whoever in AAA is doing good or whoever they think, like, I think that's when you start pulling the trigger on guys you're like, you know what, what have we got to lose? Let's go for it. Because I think that's when you start playing to win instead of like playing to survive. I think in May you're like, you know, it's too early. We don't want to pull out all the stops yet. And by the time you hit June, it's like, okay, no, it's go time. Like, let's go. And I would agree. I just also have to wonder, I mean, okay, we've got Schuster up, you know, Mm -hmm. what about Dodd? I mean, Dodd Mm -hmm. did well enough in the games that he pitched and he's looking okay enough in AAA that if you don't believe you can give him a a game every five days, like, Mm -hmm. What, what are we, we doing? doing? What about, yeah. I mean, guys like Darius Vines, like we I'd went like out and got him, him get for a, chance. a reason. I, like, I'd like to see him get a chance. I mean, there, it doesn't do any good to have him on the 40 man. If we're not going to use him, like, you know, yeah. Rodri Munoz, just like sure. somebody, why not? Somebody, why not? I'd like to you see know? him get a bullpen shot and not the too. kind of bullpen shot. Like that we gave Tucker Davidson and some of those, that's the other guy that we were giving chances last year, but like not that kind of a bullpen shot where it's like, Hey, why don't you come in in the ninth inning when we're already down five? Like, no, don't put a guy in like that. Like, let him get a legitimate chance to actually do something, build some success. Like, sure, I know you want to put him in a low-pressure situation, but also put him in a real situation, something that matters. Yeah. I agree. Well, Eric, there you go. Um, after that Philly series, we'll have uh, a, a respite with the uh, soon-to-be Las Vegas Athletics. Um, do you mm-hmm. think they – well, we can talk about that next week. Um, I think that'd be cool. That'd be fun. The, the Las Vegas Athletics. I wonder if they're going to change the name. Um, Vegas so much A's. rich history in Oakland. Um, all for naught. 
Anyway, yeah. um, that is it. Um, my prediction for the rest of the week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm thinking we go five and two. Eric, what, what okay. are you saying? Um, so this is against the Dodgers and the Phillies. I think we win the three Mariners, or four against Dodgers and the Phillies. Mariners, Dodgers, Phillies. I think we win three or four against the Phillies. I think we win two or three. So that's three and five. Um, I think, and then we lose. Two, uh, I think we split the rest of this Mariners series. So I don't know what that is. Um, six and three. So one and one against the Mariners. You think we get two out of three against the Dodgers? Yeah, so three, and seven two. and three, something like seven that. I think we're okay. six and four, seven and three, something like that. I'd be happy. I, let's with... say six and four. Let's say six and four. Okay, I can I can handle six and four, and I think we do go six and four. I just think bullpen pitching. I just I don't think we have the pitching right now to sustain a eight and two, seven and three kind of situation. But yeah, anyway, it'll be fun to catch up and see where we're at next week and what changes we are going to talk about. And Eric, mark my words. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Lakers will not be playing basketball this time next week. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, before we go. Um, so yesterday, um, my wife is a second grade teacher. She has students who have now learned that she uh, has an affinity for the Braves because I have an affinity for the Braves. And so some, sometimes her students will come in with things that are like, hey, look, this is baseball related. So yesterday, one of her students, quiet little kid, his name is Colt. He, she gave him a, or gave her two baseball cards. One is um, a Bra- former Braves legend, Kyle Moeller. Hey. And the other one is for current Braves legend, Kyle Wright. Well, so, look at that. I was Kyle like, oh, Kyle. that's so cool. I thought that was so fun. How but, fun. Um, shout out look to Colt. A young, young baseball fan. He's a fan of the Angels because he loves Shohei Otani. So next year he's going to be a Braves fan. Yeah. Well, you know what? That would be fun. It's a fun. It's a fun parallel universe to believe that Shohei will wind up in Atlanta. And you know what? Who knows? Going to keep putting it out there. And if it doesn't happen, it's because you were too negative. No, so we're going to manifest this together. Uh huh. I don't know. He knows your negative energy. He knows that you've Listen, been saying no. Nothing will make me more happy than being being able to call it show hey TL. Okay. You know what? Here it's not gonna happen because we already have a DH. We have Marcelo Zuna. We can't put Otani on the Braves. He's like, what there's nowhere for me to play. No, like I'm not just a pitcher. As much as I love Marcel. The beast, the bear, the Marcelo Zuna from the Braves. If he if he reestablishes his value, we may be able to get something for him. And I, <laughs> we're you know, never getting anything for him. You know, Nobody you know wants what? That if contract. he plays well the rest of the year, if he listen, if he shows out the rest of the year, you never know. AA is send him to the A's. Never doubt Alex <laughs> Anthopoulos. And on that note, we are manifesting the show. Hey, TL, uh, it's been the ranting and braving podcast for another week. For Eric Marcus, I'm Kellen Key. Catch y'all later. See ya. Have a good one.